Hey everyone out there, it is Xander and it is time to get witchy for this is the Ethereal Path Podcast. Alright, so I hope everyone's doing good out there today. Uh, This is going to be a little bit different of an episode um, because I'm actually going to talk about two really big important topics today. Um, we're kind of getting to the point where like the Wicca 101 is getting wrapped up and, um, there was actually a question that was thrown out on my Facebook wall. Um, and I, you know, went, had a little bit of back and forth with this guy and, you know, I tried to explain some things as best as I can, but it kind of got me thinking a little bit. Um, so one thing I wanted to put out there was that you have to understand a lot of these concepts that I'm trying to explain or, you know, just discuss and kind of see where things are going. Um, I've been studying this for over 25 years. Um, So, you know, I'm explaining things as best as I can, but it's like, you know, we've kind of got to go back to the beginning because if you don't understand the basics, you can't understand the next level. So I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who've listened to like five minutes of this podcast and they're like, oh my God, I've heard all this shit before, you know, yada, yada, yada. And they just kind of like blew it off. But on the same time, it like, if you don't understand where it's coming from, then you don't understand where we're going so it's kind of going to take a little bit of time to get there um basically i guess my advice is just you know kind of stick with it if you're enjoying the journey and kind of seeing where it goes but we are getting close to like the deeper dive stuff and we are getting closer um to basically like i said coming out of the you know intro tutorial section if you will so just kind of hang in there bear with me and we're gonna get there soon i promise um so a few things um like i said we're gonna talk about today um kind of two really big important topics especially when it comes to the world of wicca um the first is going to be the wiccan read and the second is going to be what are known as the hermetic principles so we're gonna start with the read we're gonna talk about that for a little bit and then we're gonna dive on in All right, so let's roll on the Wiccan read. Um, so first of all, before we go anywhere, um, I want to say uh, that um, if you have ever looked into witchcraft or you've ever studied witchcraft, um, especially if you're like me, um, who is a guy and you know grew up in the '90s and you know grew up in the era of you know like the craft and all that shit. Um, there's a pretty strong chance you've heard of this guy. His name's Christopher Penzak. Um, he is a witch, um, and he wrote what is known as the Temple Series um, of Witchcraft. Um, and he basically has a whole bunch of books out there, um, starting with you know the Inner Temple, then it goes to the Outer Temple, um, and I forget all of them in order. Um, I've read most of them, and they are amazing. They're actually what got me on my journey. Um, they do a great job. Um, breaking down what is witchcraft and you know basically they show a great way of studying witchcraft um and and a a lot of like i said a lot of my journey actually came from him and he actually was a start of my um my journey so you know again christopher if you ever happen to be listening to this i've mentioned your name before but you know i would love to have you on here you are legit like straight up one of my heroes um but so the wiccan read um basically the wiccan read is a way for the 
witches to have their own code. Um, you know, I kind of, I, like I said before on different episodes, I've been, I was raised Roman Catholic, so you know, I kind of relate this to the the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed. Um, you know, there are many, many, many versions of the Wiccan read out there. Um, you know, so you have like the light versions, you have extended versions, you know, you have this, that, and the other. Um, but it basically breaks down the laws and tenets of witchcraft. It also says, you know, what it also kind of, it like, it basically lays out the rules for Wicca is basically what it does. Kind of like any creed or read would do. Um, so I'm actually going to read this to you. Um, so you hear it. Now, I'm taking this directly from The Outer Temple of Witchcraft by Christopher Penzak. Um, this actually is on page 37 of the book. Um, it's, I've, like I said, I've, med, I've read many versions of the read, um, and he even states, you know, this is just one version of many possibilities that are passed down. But the first time that I read this, it actually resonated with me for some reason because it basically was like it hits all the points. It, to me at least. And like I said, you know, I've seen that of, of all the different versions. This one is the one that I like best. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to read it straight to you guys. Um, again, it's straight out of the Outer Temple of Witchcraft by Christopher Penzak on page 37. And here it is. The Extended Wiccan Read by the Wiccan laws we must, in perfect love and perfect trust, live and let live, fairly take and fairly give, cast the circle thrice about to keep all evil spirits out, to bind the spell every time, let the spell be spake and rhyme, soft of eye and light of touch, speak little and listen much, Jetzel go by the waxing moon, singing out the witch's rune, Wittershins go by the waning moon, chanting out the baneful rune, when the lady's moon is new, kiss thy, kiss thy hand to her times two. When the moon rides at her peak, then your heart's desire seek. Heed the north wind's might gale, lock the doors and trim the sail. When the wind comes from the south, love will kiss thee on the mouth. When the wind blows from the east, expect the new and set the feast. When the wind blows from the west, departed souls will have no rest. When the west wind blows over thee, departed spirits restless be. Nine woods into the cauldron go, burn them fast and burn them slow. Elder be your lady's tree, burn it not, or cursed you'll be. When the wheel begins to turn, let the Beltane fires burn. When the white wheel has turned to yule, light the log, the horned one rules. Heed ye flower, bush, and tree, by the lady blessed be. Where the rippling waters flow, cast a stone, in truth ye know. When ye have, a, when ye have and hold a need, hearken no to others' greed. With a fool no season spend, nor count it as his friend. Merry meet and merry part, bright the cheeks and warm the heart. Mind the threefold law ye should, three times bad and three times good. When misfortune is a now, wear the blue star on the brow. True in love ever be, unless thy lover's false to thee. Eight words the wicked read fulfill, and it harm none, do what ye will. Okay, so I totally did that dramatic, and I totally loved it. And yes, I totally biffed in the middle, and I was so trying not to, but I didn't really care. Um, so anywho, um, that is the Wiccan read. So basically, um, 
it is the laws of Wicca. It is what we believe. It is what the tenants are. Um, and like I said, I like that version of the read the best because it basically breaks down what Wicca is, what witches believe, how we practice, how we do things. And I like that it ends with the, and ye harm none, do what ye will. Like that's, that is the basic thing right there. You know, we mentioned the very, I think first or second episode, um, where, you know, we were talking about, it's basically the golden rule, you know, do unto others as you would do unto yourself, you know, like, you know, and ye harm none, do what you ye will. Like, do whatever you want as long as it's not harming anybody, including yourself. Um, you know, and that's basically what the tenant of every major religion out there is. You know, be a good person, don't be a dick, don't do anything harmful, and, you know, always look out for your fellow man. Like, that's kind of what the whole point of, you know, being alive and being human and having humanity is. It's it's that whole, you know, just being a good person. But when it comes to the read, you know, you can break it down so, so much super further. Um, so if you even, you know, go back to the very beginning, um, you know, it's actually like almost two, it's almost a full two pages long when you read it this way. Um, you know, but it talks about, you know, it talks about the perfect love and perfect trust. You know, it talks about why we cast a circle three times. It talks about why we, you know, rhyme our spells because it basically binds them, you know, and it makes them, um, official. You know, we talked a little bit about Jed Solon Wittershins and, you know, the movement and, you know, the, and if you think about it, you know, Jed Sol is the waxing moon. So the moon is growing and you're moving in a clockwise motion, which is an invoking motion, which is bringing things in, making things bigger, which is what a waning or a waxing moon is. You know, Wittershins is the exact opposite. It's going counterclockwise. It's making something smaller. It's ban it's banning something. It's e it's evoking. It's it's getting rid of something. Um, you know, so it it talks about that. It talks about you know when to do certain magic. You know, it talks about a new moon. It talks about the full moon. You know, when the winds are blowing from the different directions, you know, when you call, you know, this is like specifically calling the corners, you know, what, um, the, what each can expect, you know, what, you know, the different directions mean. Um, it talks about how, you know, whenever you're done with a spell, you should always, you know, burn it. Um, you know, what to do at the seasons, you know, you always want to light the log for Yule, which is coming up. And we're going to talk about the wheel of the year sometime, um, very soon. You know, it talks about, you know, the law of three, three times bad, three times good, you know, so be careful of that. It also talks about, you know, you need to be a faithful lover unless your lover is unfaithful to you, um, which, you know, that can be a little open for interpretation. Um, but it basically breaks down exactly what the principles of Wicca are, and it breaks down the whys and the the wherefores and you know and I encourage people to go out and you know look at different versions of the read and you know you, you can even develop your own version if you would like I mean you know that's where these things come from it's you know this is this is straight out of you know charmed with the book of shadows and the attic that you know came from you know the descendants of Melinda Warren which you know there is some truth to this, that story believe it or not 
Um, but you know, it's in, you know, I even have a copy of the read in my book of shadows and, you know, should I pass it along to anybody else? You know, I would like to think that that's the version of the read that they would use and they would pass on. But, you know, you know, as time changes and as things change, you know, it may get adjusted. Um, you know, just, you know, words may change here or there. So it's one of those, you know, it's very, it's a very personalized tradition. It's a very, um, old school tradition and it dates back to the eras of you know when covens would meet in secret you know and when you know witchcraft was you know you looked down upon and you know witches were you know deemed demonic and evil entities and this that and the other you know which is going to be another topic for another day because you know we're not getting into all that sort of negativity and all that stuff today um because that's definitely going to be a deep dive uh, conversation. Um, but you know, it's a good starting point. Um, but I do, like I said, I recommend going out, checking out other versions, find out which version, you know, closely, you know, hits sticks with you. Like I said, the very first time I read that version, it, I, it literally resonated with me. Like it was like the words were jumping off the page and just like searing themselves into my brain. Um, so I hope that's a good explanation to you guys as to what the Wiccan read is and kind of gives you a little bit of a deeper insight into, you know, what, what basically Wicca is, what the tenets are and why we do what we do. Um, so we're going to tie it into the hermetic principles, which the hermetic principles are basically why Wicca works and also why the world works the way it does too. So we're going to take a quick little break and when we come back, we're going to jump straight into that. So stick around and thanks for listening to this point. And like I said, we'll be right back. All right, so the Hermetic Principles. So let's start off with, first of all, what the hell does Hermetic Principle even mean? So you may be familiar with the name Hermes, um, who is the messenger god. And there is thought that somehow, um, you know, in the history of Wicca in, in over the years within Greek mythology, that um, Hermes was related to these laws and principles in some sort of way due to the fact that he was the messenger between the gods and um, the earth. So there, there is that theory out there. Um, it's never really been a thing that has been quite um, attached to Wicca, and it's, to my knowledge, not something that's ever been um, strictly important to this point of it becomes like even a point of debate or contention. Um, some people believe it, some people don't. Um, but in the end, it really doesn't, um, I guess it really doesn't make a difference, or at least in my experience, it doesn't really make a difference. Um, because for me, the hermetic principles more have to do with the origin root word of hermetic. Um, so, you know, anything that, that is considered hermetic, it is sealed. Um, it is sacred. It is secret. It is protected. 
it is, um, you know, we use it in the medical field, you know, as a term, as a term to say, you know, if it's hermetically sealed, you know, it's usually a sterile environment. It's something that, you know, bacteria and things can't get into. Usually like an operating room, we, we would say would be like hermetically sealed or if like the CDC came in and had to like, you know, cordon off an area and quarantine it, you know, they would hermetically seal it so nothing could get in and nothing could get out. So that all being said, um, I kind of look at the Hermetic Principles as they are the secret wisdom, they're the sacred texts, they are the secret knowledge. Now, it kind of is a little like funny and weird that basically, you know, I'm sitting here quote unquote telling you the secret knowledge of Wicca, but you know, again, you do a quick search on Wicca and the Hermetic Principles and these are all going to pop right up. Um, so we're just going to kind of go through them one by one. Uh, there's seven of them. Um, you're going to notice a repeating pattern very quickly, and you're going to notice a lot of similarities to other religions very quickly. Um, so we're actually not going to spend too, too much time on it because it's not as complicated as you think. Um, there's a ton of deep dive stuff into it, which we're not going to do. We're going to keep it very high level. Um, like I said, at this point, because first of all, this isn't like the deep dive section where we really start getting into stuff. But the other is that, like I said, you're going to notice um, relations to other stories and other religions, and you're going to notice themes very quickly. So it's not it's not complicated to understand on a surface level. You know, when you start digging into like the deeper, super, super, you know, deep aspects of the, you know, yes, you can have like we could probably do you know full episodes on each one. Um, but like I said, that's not where we're kind of going with it today. So the first one, uh, it's the principle, it's the principle of mentalism. Um, and it basically says that everything in the universe was created by the goddess and God. Um, at least in the Wiccan religion, it's the goddess and God because Wicca is, um, a feminine driven religion. You know, um, it, it revolves around the goddesses maiden mother crone. Um, it revolves around the goddess's life cycle and the god is seen as, you know, her male accompaniment. Um, so it's not, you know, the god and goddess. It's always the goddess and god. You know, we do put um, the female um, or the feminine part of uh, the one being first and I'm gonna I'm I'm struggling to choose my words here because the words that I may use may not be the words that you know someone else would use um, but I'm trying to keep it very straight up the middle so forgive me if I you know kind of struggle through a couple of these just because like I said I really I don't I really don't want to offend anybody but I want to try to keep it as simple as possible so you know Basically, Wicca, you know, is a female, like I said, it's a female-based religion. You know, we believe in the goddess and the god half of, you know, the the spiritual ultimate creator, basically, which, you know, the Catholics would refer to as God, you know, along with, um, you know, if you were Jewish or, um, you know, you would, if you were Muslim, you would refer to Allah, you know, um, it's the one main spiritual being. Um, and basically everything in the universe is a creation of that spiritual being. So, you know, that spiritual being created everything that we have here today, which is not really far from every other religion that you have heard. Most creation stories are, you know, like boom on day one, you know, like the Roman Catholics, you know, day one and God said, let there be light, you know, like in the earth was made and, you know, there 
you know, I forget the exact order. My teachers are going to kill me. You know, you think I've only read Genesis a hundred times, but anywho, um, uh, but you know, same, same creationist story. So, you know, not far fetched, not a difficult concept to understand, you know, we're all kind of familiar with it. Um, the second is the principle of correspondence. This is where, you know, I guarantee you've heard this from it's as above, so below. Um, it, you know, everything that happens in the heavens is going to happen in the earth. The energy is constantly flowing through the tree of life, you know, and you've seen pictures of the tree of life before. I guarantee it. Um, I've pr probably even thrown pictures up on my website at some point. Um, I have a gorgeous tapestry of the tree of life, which I should probably throw the pictures up on like Instagram and maybe like share it. Um, but you know, it's, you know, the roots of the tree of life run all the way into the underworld, whereas, you know, the branches of the tree of life run all the way up into the, into the heavens and all life is constantly flowing up and down through the tree. You know, it's, it's the principle of homeostasis. It's the principle of balance. It's the principle of, you know, everything is going to be equal, you know, and going back and relating it to, uh, you know, a medical, um, example, you know, our bodies are constantly looking to be in a homeostatic state, which is, you know, equal balance, you know, our cells want to be in an environment that has the same amount of water inside and outside of the cell, you know, we want to have our body in a state where we have the right amount of oxygen and carbon dioxide ratio going on, you know, um, that's just the natural order of things. Balance is the natural order of the law of, of nature. So this, again, this principle really isn't that hard to grasp. You know, it's everything is going to be in balance constantly at all times. But the thing is, is nothing is ever truly really in balance. You know, energy is constantly flowing to get it to a point where it's balanced. But if we ever achieve true balance, then the energy would actually stop flowing. So nothing is really in balance. The point is to try to bring yourself into balance as close as possible. Um, so with that, you know, it kind of jumps into, there's a couple of principles, like the principle of polarity, the principle of cause and effect, um, and even the principle of gender, you know, with the principle of polarity, it's, you know, everything has its polar opposite cause and effect. Every cause has its effect. Every effect has its cause with the principle of gender. Everything has its male and female properties. You know, it's again, that duality that, you know, there's an, or there's a heaven, there's an underworld, there's, you know, the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end, you know, the start, the finish, you know, it, it, we've heard all this before. Um, and when you relate that to the principles of, you know, vibration and the principles of rhythm, again, the principle of vibration, everything, you know, is constantly vibrating. Everything's constantly moving. And we've even proven that from a scientific like standpoint that, you know, molecules and atoms are constantly in this state of motion. They're constantly vibrating against each other. They're con you know, they make up us they make up the things that we touch like literally everything that we have in this world like you know i'm looking at my microphone sitting in front of me you know it's a microphone because there's a whole bunch of plastic molecules and other components obviously but you know that were just you know jammed together and are being bonded together so that bond can't break but if you think about it you know 
the you know if you think about like living organic tissue you know or living organic things it's the same thing like we are just a mass of cells which you know cells become tissues tissues become organs organs become systems systems become a human but you know if you go even into the cellular level you know the cell has a nucleus you know and you get into like the chemical structure of the makeup of the cell you know it's really like a bunch of like just sodium and potassium and water atoms kind of floating around and it's just moving that energy and in, in directing which is the principle of rhythm you know everything flows in and out everything has a tide you know so it's like and again it's everything's flowing constantly up against it down up and down the tree so it's like you know there's this movement and there's this energy that's constantly all around us so how the hell does this all tie together Together and why have you been rambling for 10 minutes, Xander? What the fuck? Oh, it, come, it comes down to this. This is why Wicca works because Wicca is taking this flow. It's taking this energy. It's tapping into it and it's redirecting it. You know, it's getting rid of toxicity. It's pulling positive vibes towards you. It's bringing healing energy it's bringing light energy getting rid of dark energy um and i shouldn't even say light and dark you know because dark things aren't exactly bad i really should be just you know saying using words like hurtful and, and harmful um but you know that's really what wicca is and that's what wicca is all about so if you take the hermetic principles of you know, energy is constantly in motion. We were given this gift by the goddess and God who are an active part of, you know, the world because, you know, in studying comparative religions, you know, I remember um, there was this one theory out there that, you know, of like, it basically talked about, and it was in Christianity and talked about God as like the timekeeper. So basically one of the, you know, one of the theories out there and they study this when they you know when you go through like you know like said like religious studies and I you know this came up in a comparative religion class for me um is that you know God is kind of like a clockmaker like he created the earth and he basically set it in motion and he just kind of let it go and he's not involved actively in what's going on you know everything was predetermined he just kind of basically wound up the you know music box and is letting it play out you know now me personally do i believe in that no absolutely not you know i believe that god has an active part in our day and you know i do say god because you know i do like i said before on a previous episode you know i do still identify with tenets of the roman catholic faith and there are some things that i that i still believe in you know so i practice a for a form of you know christian wicca that you know, is considered to be an esoteric form, and it is actually a recognized form of Wicca. Um, but I'm more on the Wiccan side than the than the Ro than the Christian side, and I definitely don't identify as Christian. I, I would more identify as Roman Catholic than anything else. Um, but again, that's one of the kind of the beautiful tenets of Wicca is that you know, um, it's moldable to you, but it's also you know like. I also feel that my relationship with God and the goddess and God um, are is a personal one, like it should be with everybody else, you know, like, will I discuss some things about my relationship with, you know, what I consider like the divine beings? Like, absolutely. Um, but am I going to give you every single little nuance and detail? Absolutely not, because this is a very personal thing. And 
you really shouldn't be sharing it with anybody. You know, the, the your relationship, I mean, you know, certain things, you know, obviously if you have, you know, great news or, you know, an awesome revelation or, you know, you, you came up with some genius, you know, you should absolutely tell people, you know, good news is always something that, you know, should be put out into the world because, you know, there's way too much fucking negativity. But, you know, it's also, it's a very personal relationship. So, you know, I actually believe in a triple form of the God, Goddess, and God. And that's actually how I refer to them, is I refer to them as the God, Goddess, and God. And to me, it's actually ironic because it puts a third party into the triad and the number three as we know is so prominent and so strong in wicca you know with you know the maiden mother crone um you know the three phases of the god which for the life of me are blanking on me right now um you know and the law of three and just the principle of three you know and you know just how important the number three is so you know i actually think it lends a little bit of strength to my magic and i think it lends a little bit of strength to my religion and my spirituality and who i am so you know again but that's a personal journey you could be listening to this and you could completely disagree and that's totally okay because that's kind of the point you know but you know if you think about it you know the hermetic principles you know the wiccan read you know you take those two together and you basically have the outline of wicca you know the hermetic principles basically tell you the scientifics like the why you know you know you know you have to do how you do have to have a little bit of faith so basically it comes down to you know the universe was created by some form of supreme being again whether it's you believe it's in the goddess and god whether you believe it's god whether you believe it's a law whether you believe in the big bang theory you know just something happened okay but you know the energy is constantly flowing which from a scientific standpoint we know to be true and then you take the wick and read and the wick and read tells us you know and this is how you basically live a good life and this is how you practice and this is how you make wicca work for you you know um, so that's basically it. Like, you know, you take all of that and, this, you know, you kind of have Wicca in a nutshell right there. So, you know, again, do your own research, take a dive into the hermetic principles. If it interests you, you know, like I said, I always strongly suggest, you know, doing your own research and following up on things that I have. But like I said, you know, be careful of what you find out there. You'll find stuff that, you know, 100% agrees with what I say. You'll find stuff that's 100% contradictory. You'll find everything in between. Um, but again, that's kind of the beautiful part. It's, you know, kind of go with what resonates with you. And if you see something and you're kind of struggling with it, you know, take a moment and like meditate on it, you know, think about it, you know, pray on it, do what you need to do. Um, and that's exactly what it is, is do what you need to do, you know, basically, and do what you will and ye harm none. And yes, I'm leaving it on that cheesy dad joke. <laughs> Wicked dad joke. Oh my God, I just invented a thing. I love it. All right, huge thank you to everyone out there for listening to another episode of the Ethereal Path Podcast. Again, I am Xander, your host. If you have any questions, the outro is about to roll, so you can hit me up. And again, thank you for listening. Thank you for all your support. Um, I'm going to be getting on a little bit more of a tighter schedule when it comes to episode dropping. Um, I've had a lot of extra free time, so that's why I've been able to drop so many episodes. Um, but, you know, it's going to get a little bit more strict. 
um, just because my time is going to be a little bit more constrained because um, I am heading back to a full-time job. Um, but I'm definitely not going to abandon this project. I'm definitely not going to go anywhere. So in the meantime, um, you know, please like and share. Um, if you have enjoyed this, you know, share it with your friends. Get them all caught up before we start getting into the deeper dive stuff, which is actually going to be coming very, very soon. Um, I want to do an episode on the Wheel of the Year coming up because, you know, Yule is coming up. Hashtag Christmas. Um, so, you know, I kind of want to you know, do a quick episode on that before we start doing a little bit of deeper dive. Um, I'm kind of still trying to figure out how I want to break it down. I think I'm going to break down it into color magic right now um, because it explains a lot of different things such as like, you know, the chakras and explains, you know, like candle magic and this, that and the other. Um, so we may do the deep dive from that aspect, but I'm playing with a couple different ideas. So we'll see how it goes. But anywho, um, thanks again for listening. Uh, blessed be you guys. Have a great day. The Ethereal Path Podcast is a product of Ethereal Path LLC. To contact Xander, please send us an email at etherealpathpgh at gmail.com. Our website is www.ethereal-path.com. Please remember that dash. It is super important. Twitter handle is at etherealpathpgh. On Facebook and Instagram, we are Ethereal Path, all one word. You can find our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Google, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and all other major podcasting and streaming platforms. Please visit our Etsy shop. We are Ethereal Path PGH at Etsy as well. And if you have any questions or live in the Pittsburgh area, please feel free to call or text us at 412-573-1899. Thanks. Have a great day. Blessed be.